So thanks for coming. And um, we're going to be learning tonight Mirza Hashem uh, from Perak Bays and Ketayim Gimel and Dalit Mirza Hashem. Uh, previously, we spoke about the effects of Torah studied Lishma on the individual soul. And it's the question of how the Torah we learn and our Mechadeshin increases Kedusha, increases holiness in the world, increases God's presence in the world. And the benefits of this uh, is that the whole world is not enough for them. Kol olam ulo. Uh, which means, like we described Rimeir in Avos Perek Vav Mishnah Aleph, that this is that this is the Sulam Arachim, the the ladder of values that a a, a person who studies Torah Lishma climbs through a lifetime of learning Torah Lishma. And we'll return to it at the end of this Pesach in Yerutz Hashem. So tonight, in this Pesach, Rav Kook is going to dilate on that idea of Torah Lishma. And he's going to go deeper into the Pratim of the wonder of the idea of Torah Lishma that it invokes in us, the sense of awe that happens when we truly learn Torah Lishma. Uh, the Torah finally does its real thing. And we get to f- see and feel what tzaddikim talk about when they describe the phenomenology of learning Torah Lishma, you know, the greatness of what it does to a person. So Rav Kook goes deeper into the Pratim of the wonder that it invokes in us. And what Rav Aviner calls in his Perush, Ha'ara Ha'elokis Shebe Pratius, the divine illumination in the details, the notion that God is in the details. In the details of Torah are contained the, the klal of all Torah, the light of all Torah, and it's uh, the shared DNA of every Prat in Torah, and that it comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So let's begin. When a person studies Torah and learns Dvarim Pshutim, Pshutim over here doesn't just mean simple. This could be the hardest sugyas in Yevamos. This could be the hardest uh, sugyas in Zachim, Taras, or in Shnayas. So when a person studies these Dvarim Pshutim, these simple matters, simple in the sense of that they deal with things that we need to do in this world, so you get to see and witness how this great divine light that was given at Har Sinai comes down in this wondrous way to this world. And this is the Torah in its pure, pristine state that it has, I think you could say, a shlemus to it. It has no unintended consequences in this world. That the edifice of all Torah fits in perfectly with what we call this world. That, and when I say no unintended consequences, that, uh, and I'm aware fully when saying this of the difficulties sometimes adherence to Torah creates in human relationships and, uh, and, sometimes, um, and sometimes what we might see or witness as perhaps the detriments of an all Torah existence, chas v'shalom. So Torah in its pure state has no unintended consequences and fits in perfectly with this world, causing, I believe, no pain uh, no suffering, and uh, as an antidote to all pain and suffering. That's what Rav Kook says, the perfect way in which the Torah descends from Kaddish Baruch Hu, from Hashem's, uh, from, from the purely spiritual world, to the, uh, to the mundane, to this world. And it invokes, like we said, a kind of wonder, a kind of awe, a histomimus, you're, you're a kind of a beautiful shock of seeing the the Yikar HaGadol, the great splendor, and the Oz HaChayim, and the strength of a life lived with these ideals, with the ideals of Torah. That it gives us strength, 
gives us the ability to move forward. Those who seek out HaKadosh Baruch Hu will get new strength that comes from Talmud Torah. I think that this is probably also why continued learning of Torah can actually create um, physical problems for a person, problems for a person in physical world. It doesn't mean that it's always easy, the path of learning Torah. And the Gemara says to us, right? The Torah, the, even for Eish Lakish in his origin story with meeting Rabbi Yochanan, that the moment he accepted upon himself old Torah, so his strength, you know, this incredibly... A physically vibrant man of Reish Lakish at the peak of his physical prowess and powers, the second he accepts upon himself the all of Torah, so it's Mateshas Kocho, it weakens him physically. But by the same token, we know that when you learn Torah and remove physicality through the process of learning Torah and distance yourself from this world, it's impossible to truly learn Torah Lishma while still being Shakur, while still being controlled and ultimately serving things in this world, which we're going to talk about in a moment. But you do get something new in return, which is anybody that acquires for themselves or accepts upon themselves the yoke of Torah, uh, I believe, that they, or maybe it's uh, that the yoke of this world is removed from them. Meaning, as I move away through learning Torah from the physical, from the material, and I move towards the spiritual by learning Torah Lishma. So, so the problems of this world are meant to affect me less. Doesn't mean that they completely go away. It's that I go away. I go to a different place where those problems uh, don't really reach me because I'm already moving towards the world of Torah and the world of Oz uh, Hachayim, strength of life. And this strength, this light of Torah comes from Kodesh HaKadoshim, comes directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it's filled, and it's filled, it fills this world. How does this happen? It happens in an individual like we described, but for a nation that learns Torah Lishma, we've carved throughout our history paths in which a person can reach the spiritual world through learning Torah. A nation that's learned Torah for thousands of years since it was given, <coughs> excuse me, that would be a lot scarier if we weren't on Zoom, I guess, right? Um, the, um, the nation filled with people who've done this for thousands of years of history, so they've already carved out the pathways in this world through there, through the historical limitat Torah and the development of Torah and the writing of Torah and all the learning that Am Yisrael has done, we've carved out these spiritual paths what we've shown in this world, how HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light comes down into it, and what Oz Chaim, uh, or what uh, Hashem Oz La'amo Yitain, the strength of a nation that persists and perpetuates through its study of Torah and connection to Torah. And this is a Shvil HaMekudosh, this is a sanctified path in this world. V'yeda Bar Zen, the person will know clearly when they're Osik B'Torah B'Dvarim Pshutim, they'll know clearly, V'yeda Bar Zen, that this light of Torah, HaMetzumtzum Kolkach B'Tevos Ba'Osios, that is so constricted, seemingly, that is so packaged within Tevos, within phrases and words and letters, which is the Megushim way, which is the, the way in which, right, how do we even have contact with this light? How do we even have any sort of relationship with this Oz Chaim, that's Noveya from Makor Kodesh Kadoshim. How do we deal with this light? So we do bring it down to this world. We write it out. We, we have Torah Shebech Sav, and we have a heter to write down Torah Shebaal Peh, and we put it into words, 
and we put it into the letters, the Chafbeis Ozios, the, tw- the letters of the Hebrew alphabet. That's how, that's how this light comes to us. That's how we are able to engage with this light. Hey, Romy. So he says, not just Tevas Vosios, but it's Mitzumsam, it's constricted, and it's compressed into Minhagim, to customs, Maasim, our deeds and actions, Bedinim, in Halachos, Bipilpulim, Usfaros, and in Talmudic argument and casuistry, the back and forth of Talmud Torah. So this light we see when we learn Torah and we're osik, but prate Torah, we're osik in these Dvarim Pshutim, we see how all of these ways in which Torah is constricted, words and letters, minhagim customs, and dinim, and pilpulashat Torah, pogishu esaora elyon hamiruam mikol eila. We see when we learn Torah Lishma how all of these pratim, how all of these dvarim pshutim that we're mentioning over here, how all of that is connected to this great encompassing light. The, the theory of, of everything, the common denominator in all of these ways in which we experience Torah in this world, all the ways in which we uh, think about it, the things that we call Torah, so we start to see when we learn Torah Lishma how that's actually connected, how it's all one, and it's all connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we see why we're learning and what we're learning for. Like we said last week, uh, Torah Lishma, definitionally, uh, at least according to Rav Kook and the Nefesh Chaim, so it's Torah for Torah's sake, meaning it's the learning, out of recognition and to continue seeking of deep recognition that this is godliness and that this is holy. That every time we learn Torah new, we renew our connection with HaKadosh Baruch because we're learning wisdom that came, a chachma, that we talked about at the end of Parak Aleph, a chachma that came from HaKadosh Baruch into this world that we could talk about, that we could be osik in, that we could, that we could use in our own lives and live our own lives by. So, Rav Kook continues and says, we see how all these pratim are laundered, how they're cleansed, right? You could say, really, the Torah is talking about X, Y, and Z. That seems like such a lowly thing, or that seems like such a mundane thing. And why is the Torah involved in such a thing? It's not, you could almost answer in halachas, it's not right for Torah to be involved. It's like I always say, um, you know, Bachram start learning Mishnah Brura or whatever. And they start off and they have Yaskaber Ka'ari and it's, wow, it's amazing. And then within like three days of your Seder, you're talking about like Tsoa and feces on the ground and, and what's the halachos of this? And that's like, and then like you start to get into like Hilchostam and you're like, okay, I'm giving up on, or I'm going to jump to the Shabbos stuff, right? At least that's like, you know, okay. This is the notion that, like you could say, that doesn't even belong. How could the, why is the Torah discussing such a thing? It's almost embarrassing. But this is, that too is connected to Or, to or HaKlali. That too is connected to Or HaElyon HaMeruma Mikol Eila. Even though we're dealing with such mundane, simple, lowly things, Lechora, it's all connected. When we learn it, Lishma, it's all connected. When we learn and understand, this too is a Gilu of HaKadosh Baruch in our world. So we see it connected in Misrach. It's literally cleaned off. Right, that lower stuff is cleaned off. And you understand what's really at stake, what you're really talking about. And, and all of the pratim, all of the details of Torah dance together. This great game, right? And the game is that they're all one, that they're all cogs, unique cogs in the unified machine that is Hashem's Torah, each and every one of these pratim. So it's a sha'ashua, it's a joy. The joy, the game, the plaything of Torah. V'or chayv, meaning if it's all part of the same thing, it could be manipulated in so many different ways because it's all in relationship with one another. And you could always find new expressions and new chidushim of Torah when you learn it with this kind of a perspective. And this is how to learn Torah Lishma. V'or chayolamim, 
So this is going to require a little bit of explanation. Or the light of, of the eternal, which is, I think, referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and I'll explain in a second. Or in God's presence in this world, receives the Nachas Ruach, receives Keviachal, a joy, as well, oneg gadol, from the meeting of these details coming up from our world, from the lowly world, to the or, to the light that's coming from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, from the spiritual world. And when I say or chayolamim, I believe that Rav Kook is talking about the Shechina. This is makom kvodo of a Kaddish Baruch Hu the part that's mesiaches with us, the part of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the element of godliness that we have a relationship with, that's or chayolamim, the light of God in a, in a dark in a dark world. Ash, you have a question? No? Okay. Don't you dare have a question. I don't Who, what do you think this is? What do you think this is? Get that mask back on. <laughs> it's good to see everybody. So he says, <laughs> he says, Sheba mikocha osik God derives, the Shechina derives an oneg. The Shechina derives a sense kivyachol of joy and pleasure from a person in this world, in this lowly world, a person in this world who's been settled down, placed down, person who's been placed down into this dark world, the Shechina derives an oneg from their learning of the Shechina's Chachma, of the Torah, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because that individual, by learning Torah Lishma, and by constantly making these connections between learning about, you know, Hilchus Kriyas Kriyashma, um, Saying Kriyashma, Keneged, Soa, right? The opposite feces, and what's the halachas of that? You know, how do you cover it? Are you allowed to cover it? All these things. You understand that that too is part of this Or El Yom. That that too is from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Not that too, that that is part of the same Torah and the same wisdom that, that deals with, you know, where the Matandamim is for, for a Karban. It's all the same. Or, or what a, what's the payments for stolen sheep? Right? It's all part of the same thing. And person that learns Torah that way is Ose Shalom Befamalia Shamala Ubefamalia Shamata. Rav Kook is quoting over here from Gemar and Sanhedrin, Daftadi Tessam and Aleph. And Rav Kook is saying that Famalia Shamala is the light that comes from above and surrounds us, Kadosh Baruch Hu's presence. And Famalia Shamata is the Or Hametsumsum Bepratim that we talked about earlier. Kaddish Baruch Hu's light that is constricted and, and, and comprised of many, many different details as we see them. Okay, so let's move right along and I think we have time to finish one more Keta. So we'll move on to Keta Beis Dalid, the fourth Keta. And, uh, and this one I have a lot to say about, but I'm going to try and be Metzamtzim myself. So what, one of the ways of learning Torah Lishma is to do our part, whether by teaching it, I think, or by learning it ourselves, to enrich Knesset Yisrael, to build upon the heritage of the Jewish people with new spiritual kochos, meaning that people have learned Torah in every generation. It's given them koach, lasos chayil. It's given them energy and strength with which to succeed and with which to deal with this world that's often very, very cruel to our people, very cruel to Knesset Yisrael. So when we learn Torah, and one of the ways in which we learn Torah Lishma is to see ourselves as enriching the heritage of the Jewish people. 
Right, so so you know, Jake Schwab's chidushe Torah are now part of being lahashir as Knesset Yisrael. You are enriching the people that you are coming from. When you learn Torah, Julian, you're enriching. You're bringing Torah down as well to the Jewish people. You're you're lahashir. You're adding to this beautiful treasury and storehouse of Torah that our people have learned. And anything that increases the light of Torah, Kiddush Hashem. This is how a person who learns Torah lives their life. This is what they do when they find money. They know what they know what it means to be machris, right? Like the guy that shows up on—I um, forgot what show it was the, the Steve Harvey show, right? The rabbi who shows up and, and says, "This is what my Torah tells me. My Torah tells me I find money that's not mine. I don't just immediately grab it and make it my own. I try and see what the halacha, what the Torah teaches me about it." That increases the light of Torah. And the kavod, and the, and the honor given to those who study Torah and to what the Torah itself is. And the love for it. And the more that increases the love of Torah and the more that increases the desire for Torah in the heart of any Jew. By each of us doing our part to increase the light of Torah in our own lives and in our own selves, the Jewish nation itself is stronger. You're learning Torah for the Jewish people. So that's like a L'Shem Yichud. Kud Shebericho Ushchimtei B'Shem Kol Yisrael. This is all, all that we do, L'Shem Yichud, what we talked about in the last Pisgah of connecting Kud Shebericho Shchimtei HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the higher element, the Or HaElyon, and Shchimtei, in the way in which Torah is reflected, God's presence is reflected in this world, we're in Beis Dalid at the beginning, or in the middle. The... Um, Welcome, Ami. It's good to see you. So when we, when we go to that, um, when we go to that place of learning Torah like that, so we do that b'shem kol Yisrael. The reason we're doing all this is also not just for ourselves, not just for the Shekhinah, not just for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's own neg, but b'shem kol Yisrael for all of the Jewish people. And our Torah in, in, increases the heritage of the Jewish people by expanding our understanding and our acceptance of Torah throughout the generations. So this person who's learning Torah, right? Who's Rav Kook talking to right now? He's talking to a person who's learning Torah Lishma. Haneshama pratish shal ish this individual soul of the person learning Torah Lishma, to be ma'ashir, Knesset Yisrael, and to be misrabe, the light of Torah in their own heart and in the hearts of others. So he said, Apo bracha the, the active way in which this great bracha of Torah Lishma is being realized. So you become bigger. That person's soul, it's like exercise for soul. The soul becomes stronger. Those chayim. Soul becomes stronger. Misgadelis grows larger, more expansive. Mishaderes, more beautiful and splendorous. Becomes perfected. Mishtalemes, mispaeres. There's a splendor and a glory to this. The glory of, of, of Talmud Torah. In ma'anafim rabim v'ra'ananim, in many new and beautiful ways, you become a different person, like we talked about last week. You become an, an isha shkolos, one of the highest praises, a person of many things. You could be zochel advarim harbe. You merit many things. You could begin uh, to contain multitudes. You could become large and contain multitudes. Zochel advarim harbe. And that person can send off, an individual now is able to send off roots, branches, and be able to reach out to other people, to, to be part of the forest of Lom Torah, the forest of Jewish people, the Eitz Chayim. 
And by doing so, by learning Torah this way, by, by grabbing on to the Eitzachayim of Torah, so we find ourselves rooted as well. Now, I, I want to pause here and say for a second, this metaphor, I think, that Rav Kook is using about becoming planted, becoming rooted, um, becoming part of this larger network of people connected to Eitzchayim, I think is based off of Tehillim Aleph Aleph. I'll just read you the first few psukim in the first capital of Tehillim. David HaMelech says, Ashrei Aish, so three states of a person who's avoiding sin, doesn't partner together, with, doesn't listen to Rishayim, doesn't partner together with Leitzim, with scoffers, and also doesn't follow in the path of sinners, right? What does that person, what does that person do? What does that person do? That David HaMelech compares a person who has been moes, who has, who has despised and has pushed away the distractions and the foreign wisdoms and the bad way and the other false ways of living life in this world. What does that person have left? What does that person choose instead? Ki'im b'toras Hashem cheftzo. They desire Hashem's Torah, what we discussed in Gimel, the Dvarim Pshutim, Hashem's Torah that comes down in Dvarim Pshutim in this world. That person seeks it out, and and eventually they start to learn it day and night, and they because because they understand they're learning Torah Hashem and so they want to do this. That's what I think Rav Kook means when he says this person who learns and, and finds this bracha klalis, the general bracha that comes upon those who learn Torah Lishma, That person becomes mishlacha shorashim rabim vadir, and compared to a tree, throws out many roots, becomes very very rooted, beautiful uh, edifice of an individual. Arze Halavanon, a cedar of Lebanon, uh, you know, Tzadik Katamar Yifrach, right? We're likened to this rooted tree, this Eitz Chaim. And it becomes rooted forever. Eitz Chaim, this Torah lasts way, way past our time here in this world. And our, our, our Sifsos can be Dovavos, even Bekever. People could quote our Torah, and we quote other Tzadikim in Torah. Because we're rooted with the Eitz Achayim, eternal life. By the way, uh, this pasuk, Kim Betoyrus Hashem Chefzo, so this is the Makor in Sech Zara for the famous line that talks a little bit. And I love how it's all connected, which I think is the goal over here, um, based on what we're talking about. It's all connected to this famous idea that we say that Ein Adam Lo Mei that how do you find Torah Lishma? So the easiest way to find Torah Lishma is to learn what you want to learn. Every, every person has their own personal proclivities towards their learning. And when you learn something, obviously you have to, we'll see in a moment, you have to learn everything. But to, when are you really, really going to hit that point? When are you going to peak and hit that point of Torah Lishma? It's going to be ultimately Kibbutz Hashem Chefzo, the parts of Torah Hashem that your lave, that your heart seeks out. Uh, I want to read to you very quickly, and then we're going to finish this keta. I'm almost running out of time. From Davodas um, Yisrael, the Kajnitzer. So the Kajnitzer writes on this pasuk. Uh, I didn't give you source sheets. You only have the safe in front of you, but uh, it's beautiful. The Kajnitzer says, "Kim v'layla." So it's quoted in the name of the of the of the Kajnitzer Magid. Shema agona atzadik Rabbi Yisrael mi Kajnitz schosi agenaleinu. The Gemara of the Zarya Tesem and Aleph, which is the Gemara we just quoted, Makshakim Betoros Hashem Chef, so Mashmash Nikra Toros Hashem. 
So, on, if you say it's Torah Hashem, it's Torah Hashem. So what's B'Tayrasa? Is it Hashem's Torah or our Torah? Whose is it? So is it Hashem or us? And the Gemara answers, In the beginning, before you accept it into your life, before you receive it, before you put in your own Asek in Torah and learn it Lishma like Rav Kook is talking about, so then it's still Torah Hashem. It's not your Torah. However, afterwards, after you learn Torah, then it's called your Torah. You make the Torah your own. This is the notion of the Torah, the Kisr Torah, the crown of Torah, is every single person is anybody could come to the crown of Torah, which is put down, it doesn't matter your pedigree, it doesn't matter uh, you know, how much money you have, right? Torah's crown is, is left in a corner, anybody could come and could be Zoha and could pick it up. So, so that's, that's Chazal, that was quoted by Rashi on this first Pasuk. It says, however, The Torah is like a hammer that strikes down a rock and can be go into many, one idea, one big rock could be part of many, many different pratim and details and ideas. This is almost certainly not the Kajnitzer's words, Exactly. Uh, it's quoted from Shail's Truvas Tirosh Vayitzer. I don't know what that is, but the, in the name of the Kajan, so he says, Say another reason here. Every single Jewish person is required to learn Torah according to their strengths and talents and abilities. Somebody who Torah is their. Is their job is their profession, strange thing to say, you've dedicated your life to learning Torah, you're a clay kodesh, or you're in a kolel, so they have a chiv to learn Torah day and night. And somebody that's involved in regular mundane things, uh, the running of the world, and uh, doing what the world needs in order to function properly, regular job, it's enough for them to set aside times for Torah. That itself is precious and special, and just like the person who Torahs Amanaso, who's learning day and night. Everybody does according to their strengths. But people whose job is Torah aren't all the same. Let's say a person is a Shoichit. They have to learn the laws and the halachos and the pratim, what Rukuk says, the dvarim hapshutim of the laws of Shechita, Ubedika, so that they are perfect with them. To study them constantly so that you don't make a mistake. Similarly, a sofer. You have to constantly review Hilchastam to not make any mistakes. This is why the Pasuk says, and this is the end of it, what does it mean, Taraso? That I know now, not just to uh, study what my proclivities are, I want to learn Chasidus, I want to learn uh, Bava Mitzi all the time, right? It's not just that, but that your path in life, if, if I'm a teacher, for example, I have, to, I have to be Osik in the areas of Torah, not just the ones that I teach, but the areas of Torah about the mitzvah of Shinantan Vanecha and Elchas Talmud Torah, and what does it mean to teach Torah? And the expanded Torah of what that teaching means. 
Nikra Torah. That is your own Torah. So not just for a Shulchi, not just for a Sofer, but everybody's got their own Torah. Asheshayach Lolo Menasso, to their path in life. Bezet Sarech Lagos Yom Valayla. That you have to learn day and night. So let's finish up. I'm a little bit over time. I apologize. That through focusing on your Torah and connecting and striking down these holy roots by connecting to the Eitz Chaim, so, you know, how you find your own personal expression of this Hagdalasa or of increasing this light in the world by your own learning of Torah Lishma. So then through that, you'll see the holiness, the strength, and you'll feel this is what I want for all of us. To feel a deeper way of experiencing life. A more profound way of experiencing life. A more godly way, pure way of experiencing this world. Chaim Amiti. Real life. Living for real. He finishes off, Rav Kuk finishes off the quote from Shira Shirim, Perek Zayin, Pasuk Yod, V'chikech k'yeyna tov holich l'dodi l'meisharim, I'll just read you from Michael Fishbane's, Professor Michael Fishbane's translation. Let it flow, and your mouth is like the choicest wine. Let it flow to my beloved as new wine gliding over the lips of sleepers. We'll focus on just one aspect of that, which is that ideally when you're learning Torah like this, the way in which your klekibul, your kliashba, the way in which you talk, the way in which you express ideas to people, so the way in which you express the ideas is, is becomes like pure wine. The words you say, the osios that you create, the diburim, the milim that you create, they become expressions of Torah as well. It's like the finest wine. It's like the most sweet and beautiful thing. Dovev that speaks with the lips of the ancient, of the people of Knesset Yisrael that came before us and did the same thing. So we should be zolcha to do that. Um, you guys should uh, be zolcha to continue learning Torah yourselves. And um, probably going to go to sleep now. I love you guys very, very much. And uh, really, really thank you for learning.